a monumental decision by Congress. An impeachment trial begins. The love boat sets sail and a doctor finally stops in on the show to help me out. This is Today. Welcome to This Is Today, the podcast that features the stories that make this day unique. It's Thursday, September 24th. I'm Russ, and here's what you need to know about today. Well, first of all, it's National Cherries Jubilee Day. And for those of you that don't know, Cherries Jubilee is a delicious snack. I've, I've made one here, and uh, mm, I mean, it's just, it's just really good. Um, it has cherries in it. It's delicious. You know, um, I went to uh, college for broadcasting, and they said never eat on a microphone. Um, sorry to my professors for that one. Mm, it's just so good, though. So, you know, I should also, I feel like I have to apologize to uh, all of my English teachers, uh, because it's National Punctuation Day, and I still, I don't know how to use a semicolon, so I'm bringing on... A friend of mine, she's an English professor. She also hosts the podcast Game on Girl. Regina McMenemy, PhD. You're a doctor. I am. A doctor that's going to help me fix my problem of semicolon. Where do I use it? Uh, when you do a winky smiley face. That's the only time I actually use it. <laughs> <laughs> that's really the most effective use of a semicolon is a winky oh. smiley face. Okay. Well, perfect. <laughs> See, you heard it right there on This Is Today. A doctor just told us semicolons are only good for winky smiley faces right no seriously no no it it splits up two sentences right two ideas yeah two you have two complete sentences generally it's it's kind of an antiquated uh form of of sentence structure which is why we don't see it very often and why people are generally not very familiar with how to use it the the most elegant way to do it is you'd have a complete sentence you put a semicolon you'd put a connecting word like however or something like that, that connected those two thoughts to each other. So you don't just have like two sentences that you smush together with a semicolon because that doesn't really help you in your communication. So you want to make sure that they connect to each other and they're not just kind of like two random things like we went to the store, semicolon, my shoes are purple. I'm not going to try to give a proper example of how to do it. I just learned, but I'm not going to do it. You'll redline this this whole podcast and, and give me an F. I so I can't I can't do yeah. that. Check out <laughs> Game on Girl podcast. It's awesome. You talk. What do you talk about on Game on Girl podcast? Uh, I talk about gender and gaming, but I also talk a lot about pop culture. Do you host your podcast on Anchor? I do host my podcast on Anchor. Anchor's fantastic. Well, that's perfect because I'm just about to do a commercial for Anchor. We'll be right back with uh, the events and birthdays for today, right after this. Semicolon. Happy Punctuation Day. All right, our first event today takes us back to 1906. Well, so Congress uh, was getting concerned, along with the general public, about the shape of some of the monuments throughout the country. And they weren't quite called national monuments back then, but they decided to pass an act called the Antiquities Act. They put this bill on Theodore Roosevelt's desk, and he signed it into law back on June 8th of 1906. And it essentially gave the president the power by presidential proclamation to protect these uh, natural and cultural and scientific features of this country. So, 
on this day in 1906, the first ever national monument was designated. And that monument is Devil's Tower National Monument in Wyoming. Teddy went on to declare 18 monuments in total during his presidency. You know, every president but four presidents uh, since Teddy has used this and uh, created some monuments. Uh, Richard Nixon never did that. Gerald Ford never did that. Neither did Ronald Reagan or George H.W. Bush. Um, All the other presidents have done that. President Obama takes the lead as far as the most monuments. He's declared 26 monuments. Donald Trump is calling into question uh, the usage of this, and he signed an executive order in 2017 directing a review of the law and its uses. Fast forward a little bit. Well, he did announce some plans to downsize certain monuments, including some in Utah. Now, he's declared some of his own monuments as well, including the Trump Hotel and Casino. No, I'm just kidding about that one, but Come on. You believed it for a second, right? Because it does seem like something that could happen. All right. Let's uh, take a look now at our next story here. We're going to move over to 1948. The Honda Motor Company was founded on this day. Well, they, they first built just motorcycles and they had just 12 employees. They were known as Honda Technical Research Institute. But on this day, all that began to change and Honda Motor Company was founded. Okay, so that was in 1948. By 1949, they released the D-Type motorcycle called the Dream. In 1963, they built their first truck and sports car. By 1964, they were the largest manufacturers of motorcycles in the world. Over the next several decades, they expanded their lineup and their reach, becoming a well-known global brand. Uh, The employee count now, it's no longer 12, of course. Uh, In 2018, was over 215,000 employees. And just this month, Honda and General Motors announced an alliance to purchase, research, and develop next-generation vehicles. Also on this day in 1968, the television show 60 Minutes premiered on CBS. The program was created by Don Hewitt, and it's been in the top 20 TV shows every year since 1976, uh, with the exception of 2005. They kind of didn't make it that year. They were 21, so they were close, but, you know, we'll give it to them. Uh, They won a total of 138 Emmys, a record unsurpassed by any other primetime TV show. Uh, 60 minutes, by the way, just lasts 42 minutes. Uh, The rest is commercials, but we'll let them keep the name, 60 minutes. I just wanted to do a little investigative reporting there. It just felt right. All right, another uh, TV debut in 1977. It was the first broadcast... Of The Love Boat on ABC, executive producer Aaron Spelling introduced us to The Love Boat. It aired for nine seasons, almost a decade of episodes, 248 episodes, in fact. In addition to the cast of crew members that we grew to love, we also got to know new passengers each week as they cruised on the Pacific Princess and tried to find love. I was kind of surprised when I watched the show by the amount of passengers that cruised alone. You know, I just, I don't know if I could do that. I don't know if I could cruise alone. As a matter of fact, I'm a little uncomfortable talking about cruising alone (laughs) right now. So I'm going to bring Regina back from earlier. Hey, uh, Regina, can you help me out here? Uh, I want to talk about the love boat. Did you watch the love boat? Mostly in reruns, but yes. In reruns. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to ask you, and instead of like, you know, usually on this uh, podcast, I go through and I, and I talk about all the various things and I give a bunch of facts, but instead what I'm going to do this time 
I'll, I'll ask you some trivia. Okay. Are you, are you down for that? I'm good. Let's do okay. it. Okay. Now, they had a, a ton of people on the show. Which one of these actors were not on the love boat? Was it Kathy Bates, Ed Begley Jr., Charo, or Billy Crystal? Billy Crystal. No, Billy Crystal was actually on there. Actually, Damn it. it was a trick question. All four of them were on there. This show had so many guests that I couldn't find anybody that wasn't on this show. <laughs> it had over a 1,000 guests wow. in its nine-year run. That's crazy. Okay, how about this? Who wrote the Love Boat theme song? Was it Jack Jones, Alan Thicke, Charo, or Neil Diamond? Alan Thicke. No, he wrote a lot of TV theme songs, though. Must have been the However, other. this one was Jack Jones. Oh. Who knew? Who was this guy? Well, he actually had a radio hit because of this, and it was his only big radio hit. <laughs> uh, okay, how about this one? Which one of these characters was not a character on The Love Boat? Was it Julie McCoy, Gopher, Isaac, or Mr. Rourke? Mr. Rourke. Yes. That's Three's Company. No, Mr. Rourke. Yeah. Fantasy Island. Oh. No, you're thinking of, uh, that. that's Mr. Mr. Roper. Yes. Uh, on Three's Company. I, I love that show as well. Well, you know what? Yeah, I know you're a, a PhD, but I think you need to go back to Love Boat class. Yeah, probably not going to do that, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll skip cruising alone myself as well. <laughs> Doesn't sound fun cruising alone. I, I don't know. All right, let's take a look at one more final event. The event that happened last year, an impeachment inquiry was initiated by the United States House of Representatives against President Donald Trump. Spoiler alert, he's still in office, but he was impeached, becoming one of three U.S. presidents uh, to be impeached. The other two are Andrew Johnson and Bill Clinton. Let's take a look at our birthdays today. Happy birthday to Jim Henson, the creator of The Muppets. He was born in 1936. He did pass away in 1990. In 1948, comedian Phil Hartman was born. He died in 1998. Uh, Stephanie McMahon, the wrestler, she was born in 1976. She turns 44 today. Ben Platt is 27 and Hannah Brown is 26. That's your look at September 24th. Thanks for listening. To this is today. We do our best to pull together all the correct information. If we made a mistake and you heard it, well, you're super smart and we're super sorry. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a five star if you think we deserve it. Special thanks to Game On Girls Regina McMenemy for joining me on today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed learning about today. I'm Russ, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. 